Welcome to your daily takeaway. It's Bush and Ritchie here. A uh, question to start off with, first of all. I've been thinking about it for the last 24 hours. How did the malted milks go down <laughs> yesterday? What was Halloween like in Leon C? OK, so I'm going to be completely honest with you. that No one really went for the malted milks. I think Katie, <laughs> my other half, was so embarrassed by them and she didn't actually offer them out of the door. But we had, like I don't know, apparently like 25-odd people come round. It was right. really good. And I was glad because it's kind of the first Halloween for uh, Thea, our middle one, who's five. She was dressed up, as I said the other day, on Saturday. Now it happened. No one came around on Saturday at all. And I was thinking, oh, no, she's going to think Halloween's terrible. So luckily, whilst we were on air during yesterday's show, loads of people came around. However, something awful happened. Um, uh, well, I'd got back from work. Yep. This is about nine o'clock at night. OK. Yeah. And there was the doorbell one. I was like, what's going on? Now what's this all about? And there were two girls there who were probably in their, like, I don't know, early to mid-teens. Yeah doing trick or treat no I'm sorry empty no. bucket of sweets have all gone and yeah. I felt really bad for the pair of them but you can't be trick or treating 9pm you can't be trick or treating 9pm you can't be trick or treating mid-teens I'm sorry that, well there is that as well oh, I'm sorry I think no. I did use the phrase about early bird catching the worm which <laughs> was slightly lost on two TikTok generation kids this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway I'm acknowledging that it is Wednesday is hum day so certainly to get us through here in the studio uh, a little treat but a, a little treat that I think is going to be even better. So Bush has done us a round of teas. There you go. Uh, and I have just gone and microwaved three cookies, one for our producer, Adem, and one for Bush and I. Now, uh, I discovered the other day that if you microwave a bog-standard chocolate chip cookie for 10 seconds in the microwave, wakes it back up, makes it even better than just being a standard cookie. And I put it to you that it's one of the greatest reheated things you could possibly do. Although, I, I think you had these during the show, you, you've got into this recently, so you, you had one of these to yourself on, I think it was Friday? Yeah. And the, the, the stain on that plate from the chocolate looked like a dog had had it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only downside to there you it. Go. Have, a, have a microwaved cookie. There you go, what do you Thank reckon? Thank you. All right. It's not as hot as I thought it would be. It's nicely warm. It's like um, like a, a hot stone if you're going for one of their massages. Absolutely, because all I've done is teased it. I've teased it in the microwave. A little ten seconds. Ten seconds, that's all it is. Yeah, here we go. Hmm. What do you reckon? Groundbreaking, isn't it? I think the word, even though it's slightly scientific, reactivated. <laughs> it's reactivated. Mm. Sorry, um, I'll, I'll... It's good that our effect. producer's not allowed to have his one yet. <laughs> yeah, no, he... Make a dog wait. <laughs> yeah, you can behave. <laughs> uh, but reheating food, I don't think we do it enough. Lasagna, I've always said lasagna is better reheated. In fact, it's the greatest reheated food. Better than when you make it fresh, when it's all sloppy. Yeah, even sometimes if you have if you make a curry and you leave it in the fridge overnight and do it the next day, mm -hmm. even better. One thing that doesn't work, right, something's brilliant reheated, other things not, cup of tea. No, my mum puts a cup of tea sometimes in the microwave, <laughs> yeah. and it is horrendous. That is not reactivated. Not reactivated at all. It's, it swings around about. Join the debate: reheating, reactivating food. What is the greatest? What is the greatest food to reheat? We've just done this yesterday on Halloween. We've been reanimating. <laughs> uh, ben says bag bollocks. Not even close. My friend Chloe's just messaged. Oh, what, what does she want? A, a voice note stuck in traffic saying it doesn't even compete. It's got to be spaghetti bolognese. You know when family and friends actually contact the show that they're really not fussed about. You know you've hit a nerve. I, I honestly think maybe um, spaghetti bolognese is better second time yeah I would agree because it gives it a kind of like a bit of a crust around the top and everything as yes, well yeah, it's yeah. better uh, someone here says the worst food to reheat is chips 
Uh, and that card it's like cardboard in your mouth I would say fair play but have you not tried microchips oh microchips do you remember that I lived my, my first year of university pretty much on microchips I don't I still don't quite know how they work <laughs> it's modern technology uh, Maxie says uh, quite a few people have said this as well and you're never far away from getting these recommended if you ever talk about food on a show try reheating chips in the air fryer it's a game changer uh, air fryer they, they love an air fryer don't they the they air fryer owners our audience love an air fryer where am I going to put it on the Side. That's all I'll say. Uh, Sarah, greatest thing to reheat? Absolutely, 100% scouse. Oh, I love a bit of scouse. My nanny used to make that when I was a kid. What, what is actual scouse for people who don't know? Well, some people call it hot pot without the crust. Some people call it lobby. Some people call it potato hash. Some people but call it blobby. No, lobby. L O U I. Do not order blobby if you go into a cafe up north. <laughs> Yes, or reheat no. it. Um, but lobby. <laughs> I call it scouts because they work in Manchester but support Liverpool, so I have to call it spats. Oh, my word. OK, that's cool. So it just tastes better second time round. I still don't know what scouse is. What goes oh, in it? What is it? Oh, it's potatoes, meat, carrots. Very hearty. Uh, if you know this is like the weather's going at the moment. Very hearty exactly. and invigorating. OK. Put but... it in your slow cooker in the morning and cook it up. Try it that night, but the next night is amazing. But for crying out loud, don't call it blobby. I won't. No, definitely not blobby. <laughs> uh, what an amazing way to reheat poppadoms, says this text. Put the toaster on with the poppadom on top for one minute. They'll go soft, but then once hot, take them off, leave them to cool, and they crisp right back up. Well, that for me is the opening ten minutes of the BBC TV series Casualty. <laughs> Uh, builder gets in from work, he's had a couple of drinks, sees the kids at the weekend, <laughs> burns the house down with a poppadom fire. Don't try it, kids. Uh, don't try it, kids. Michael says, and a lot of people have been saying this as well, Bush and Richie, you cannot beat reheated chilli con carne. Uh, Kenny's hanging on. Kenny, uh, reheating, what's the best? Uh, for me, it's donuts. Ooh, reheating a donut? Is, uh, you know, like when they're, they're kind of a day, day past off. Mm-hmm. About eight to ten seconds in the microwave, no more, and they're absolutely beautiful again. So we're talking like a, a, a Bogo standard pack of four that I've bought from Tesco's. It's the day after I've bought them. They're going in the microwave, and you're saying, did you say eight to ten seconds? Very specific. Yeah, any more. If you've got jam in them, it's too hot. Do you know what? That would make them, I imagine, taste like, you know when you get them from the seaside and they take the roof of your mouth off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like that authentic seaside type of taste. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Kenny, I know what we're doing tomorrow at ten past four. Oh, yes. Lovely. We've kicked up a lot of dust during the show, so no idea what this is about. Um, who's this? Hello? This is Kevin. Kevin, how can we help you? Right. Things to reheat. <laughs> Go on. The best breakfast of champions, this is. Go on. Chicken fried rice or a young chow fried rice the day after for breakfast. In the microwave for a couple of minutes. Bingo best breakfast you'll ever have. So, look, Kevin, I, I've had it told to me quite a few times when I've gone to microwave rice that it's it's a dangerous, dangerous game, reheating rice. I should imagine you in the kitchen, Bush, is a dangerous game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I am going to back up my friend here. You cannot slight him like this. I've been told that Arborio rice is one of the most dangerous things to reheat. Well, I don't know about that, but I can tell you this. When I have a chicken fried rice and I can't eat it all, Put the plastic container, put the lid on it, put it in the fridge. Next morning, get it in the microwave, there's my breakfast. <laughs> wow, so he's, he's having heated food, he's sticking it straight in the fridge. Yep. He's, he's reheating it the next yep. day in the microwave. And you've never had any problems, Kevin? 
No, 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 I'm a truck driver. I'm used to eating rubbish. <laughs> 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 wow. Good lads. Well, Kevin, despite two of us trying to uh, warn you and care for you as our loving listener, um, you're not having it, but um, thank you very much. All right, Paul, have a good day. Give us a beep of your horn, Kev. <laughs> Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Some girth on that one. <laughs> hey, listen, us boys don't mess about, you know. <laughs> good lad, good to speak to you, Kev. Bye-bye, Kevin. All right. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Is it weird uh, that I've always wanted to read my daughter's Grimm's fairy tales? You know the Brothers Grimm from like the yeah, 1812? Yeah, yeah, the classics. They are classic. I always want to do them as like bedtime stories. I remember them being read to me as a kid and they were scary but quite captivating at the same time. And the reason I mention it is that Waterstones at the moment have got uh, a line of like, they've done classic books but without the dust jacket, the sleeve that you normally get on a book uh, and they look really cool and it's kind of embossed with kind of gold and everything. So you, it's draw, you're drawn towards it a little bit. Uh, the, the problem is it looks beautiful, this this Brothers Grimm fairy tale book, uh, but I sadly can't read it because the texture of the book, you know when, when you when you have that bit of a book that's underneath the dust jacket and it's yeah. like furry <laughs> like school books, like a Dickens book that you had to read at school I can't touch it with my hands because it makes my skin go weird. <laughs> I literally can't touch it. Uh, and I think there are things in life where uh, they look all right, or where other people don't have a problem with it, but for some reason you can't touch it because it makes your hands or, or your skin go weird. Yeah, have you got something like that? Absolutely. I had this earlier on today. Cooked pasta. Uh, I love eating it, but you know once you like washed up, say for example, the problem I had earlier on today, you got some cold cooked pasta in the plug hole. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To actually just pick that up, just the, the <laughs> coldness of it, just like just wobbling that. around in your fingers, it's like <laughs> horrible. Had to get like a kitchen, uh, one of those bits of just kitchen towel, just to lift the cooked pasta out. Isn't that weird? Because you'd eat that. You'd eat cooked pasta. Yeah, if it was like warm, but it wasn't. It was cold in the plug hole and all naked without sauce on it. Uh, Patter Cake Parties on Twitter says, uh, bag of giblets in a turkey. My husband has to reach in and remove them for me. Well, I think that's understandable. Uh, Marcel says, long pronged forks. Feels like I'm about to tune a piano when I use them. Therefore, I hate going to posh restaurants and I hate piano tuners. Long pronged sort. Uh, that sounds like a Grimm's fairy tale. It does. Well, listen, have a think about it, right? What can't you touch? Because it makes your skin go a little bit weird. For me, it is, for, sadly, those uh, <laughs> books that don't have dust jackets. And for him, it's cooked pasta. Uh, here's a weird one. There's some really specific, unusual stuff coming in. Uh, kind of a, a little window into the soul in many ways. Andy says, a dry, fluffy towel if my hands have previously been wet and are now dry. Eh? Hey? Surely wow. dry towels one of the greatest things on this planet. I agree, yeah. A lovely feeling, putting your face in it and everything. Particularly some nice Egyptian cotton. I know, Andy, you're missing Oof. out, mate. Uh, Ainsley says, corduroy. What? Corduroy. I like the, the, the feel of corduroy if you're wearing them or if someone else is wearing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of like soft ploughing. It is a soft ploughing thing, for mm. sure. A couple of slightly un, un, unsettling statements from both yourself <laughs> and me in that bit there. Uh, Holly says microfiber cloths. A lot of people are having problems with microfiber. I think that's fine. Uh, Neil, here's another specific one. Pulling the one sleeve for a wet jumper that has just been washed and the kids have thrown it in the washing basket and you didn't realise. He'd get on with the person with the soft towel or the dry hands that have been wet but are now dry. Uh, some very fascinating stuff coming into the show. Thank you for getting involved. Becky says silk is just too slippery. It's not <laughs> having that. Paul says paper plates. How can anyone eat off them? It's beyond me. Uh, Gary says he can't touch tomato sauce or even carry a plate with it on in case it touches my skin 
accidentally. I'd never have thought this uh, from Dan in Devon, but uh, I'm right on board with this. He says, when you're doing gardening or something and moving wet cardboard. Oh, when the, when the backside comes out of, yes. a, of a box that you lift up, it's previously been wet, <laughs> ate it. Uh, we've got Fiona on the line. Fiona, what can't you touch? The, the thinnest guitar string, like the, well, the highest note. High E, like, the high E guitar oh, string. That one, yeah, don't like it. So really. wait, you, you makes your skin go weird when you touch it. Give us an example of when this might have happened to you. Oh, I well, I used to date a lot of musicians in my youth. So oh, right. to be guitars at parties. There's actually a guitar in my house. My husband plays and it's right in front of me just now. So, yeah, even looking at it sometimes, just I can imagine touching it and like holding it between my fingers. I really... Horrible. I can kind of, I can kind of get what Fiona's saying because when I see that that tight string, the high uh, E, the high E, I think of like the kind of thing that you would see at a patisserie counter where they cut cheese. Oh yeah, it's and like vibe, it's just it? off. That that is exactly it, and just I guess it makes quite high noise as well. So it's just the thought of the noise and and this possible slicing. Oh yeah, it's horrible. As someone who does play guitar, I, I sometimes that string can go up in the side of your nail. And that's oh, pretty grim. Sorry, Fiona. No, no. <laughs> and kind of twang back out your nail again. I do apologise if I've set you off. Oh, I've had to walk away. I was actually standing near the guitar and I've walked away because all this talk of it has just given me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, Jamie says he can't touch what he describes as absolutely gopping raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a phrase I've never heard before, but I do feel it captures the essence of raw chicken. Uh, Jack in Salisbury says flower top buns give me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, I love them. Uh, and then uh, wet woods. Uh, Paul Weller album, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> says this one. I have to get my wife uh, to uh, touch wooden spoons after cooking. L- l- sailing close to the wind that entire text there, but it was fine in the end. Uh, we've got Amanda on the line. Amanda, what can't you touch then? Fish. Can't touch fish. Can't touch fish. Them. Yeah, even like live ones or like a fish tank or anything like that. Or, or you, you went to Sea World in like you know California. You wouldn't like that either. It, I don't mind looking at them, but don't no, don't actually ask me to touch anything horrendous. So what 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 about if this is um, a fish that's you know a fishmonger's? It's just there on the on the no. ice, ready to be bought. No, no, somebody else can touch that for me. Thank you. Staring at you with its horrible gelatinous dead eyes. Uh, is there is there a thing, uh, an, an instigating thing that happened to you, Amanda, that's made this a thing for you? Yeah, well, typical teenager. Um, when I was younger, I wouldn't get up at the weekends. I would sleep for quite long periods of time. And um, yeah, my mum had tried loads of things to get me up. And then when I wouldn't get up, um, she thought putting a fish head on the pillow next to me would get me up. Oh dear! Did. Oh my! It's like a, it's like something like The Godfather. That's horrendous. Much <laughs> lower scale. Well, well, that's. I mean, we have problems getting our teenager up at the moment. She's like thirteen. Yeah. I haven't tried fish heads yet, but it could be a goer. Uh, well, do you know what? I will, I will say this: it definitely works. It does get you out of bed rather, rather quickly. <laughs> This is the Daily Takeaway. Just returning to, uh, for, for one last, on the 1st of November, one last chat about Halloween. Why did you not offer the malted milks? It's you gone, still would have had them. It's gone beyond that point. The, the, the malted milks, <laughs> as I believe I saw on your Instagram last night, after a certain point, the food defaults to Dad, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, no, I'm fully on board with that. There's a, there's a, uh, a fantastic uh, bowl of uh, wham bars and refreshers and all that. Yeah. That's, that's all mine now. You turn up 9pm, you ain't getting your hands on any of that stuff, that's for sure.